Hello everybody, welcome to the prayer experience on this wonderful Wednesday. Please share this video um, with everyone and subscribe to Delhi Talks Media UK channel on YouTube and other platforms. And if you're live, connect and leave your prayer requests, praise reports and comments. They'll all be read through and prayed over. The prayer experience hotline is available 24-7. The number is on the screen. Um, and let's give some thanksgiving. Um, my um, prayer experience scriptures today have a theme. Um, my Thanksgiving scripture is 1 Kings 8.56. Blessed be the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel according to all that he has promised. There has not failed one word of all his good promise which he promised through his servant Moses. I chose this scripture um, because we often need personal reminders that God's promises are yes and amen over our lives. And despite external circumstances, look to the opposite. So I just want to give thanks and praise that God is a covenant-keeping God. He's a promise-keeping God. And if God says something, it is going to come to pass no matter what. But it's often in his timing, not necessarily ours. And um, some of us can have a tendency at running forward and thinking that we can fix it up but actually we just need to rest because there's a place of rest and peace in that promise so i just want to pray into us having thanksgiving and being um being thankful that his promises are yes and amen and that we that we can pray and find the rest so i just want to pray for um, people like me, in all honesty, um, who sometimes struggle to find rest, find his rest in the promises and to trust him when all around looks like it's going the opposite. But actually, that his word is yes and amen. And if he's given a promise over our lives that it will come to pass, it might not look or sound or seem like it's going to happen it might come in a way that we don't expect and we might not recognize it initially and um, following the themes that i'm going to be sharing later on there are certain um, things that can happen that try to prevent us from receiving that but to always remember to have a heart position of thanksgiving and not even to know what to expect from God sometimes because he, he, even though he gives us a heads up about things, he still never ceases to surprise us because he's a good dad. He's a good father. He's such a good father. So I just want to give thanks. I want to pray for everybody on the platform and let's pray into God being a good father, that his promises are yes and amen over us. And um, the thanksgiving and the leading of thanksgiving and it being a position of our hearts and a position of our, of our positioning in the kingdom that when we lead with thanksgiving, all other things follow through from that. Um, and it is literally sometimes we do need to speak to our souls 
David spoke to his soul, even when he was in a bad place. He spoke to his soul and he said, it is well. It is well with my soul. Oh soul, it is well. So that was my th- that's my thanksgiving scripture. Let's remember to be thankful. Um, I've been going through something personal recently, so my prayer experiences come from that. My inspired word follows through from that. In Matthew 7, 9-10, it says, Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? And the other scripture is, so he answered in, in Zechariah 4, 6, says, so he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And the third scripture I have, I'm loading them today, says, behold, you despisers, and that's speaking to all of the people that mock, marvel and perish, for I work away." I work a work in your days, a work which you will be not by no means believe, though one were to declare it to you. So those um, thanks that those scriptures come to come because of the inspired word comes from personal experience that I'm currently going through, where I'm learning that despite all of my previous past experiences, that God has good things for me. He has promises over my life that are my inheritance in Christ Jesus and he is working together to bring them to pass and my brain is having a problem with it sometimes I'll be honest with you so that's where the inspired word came from to um, understand that when we when we have um, challenges when we've asked God for prayers, that he will give us the desires of our heart. He puts those desires in our hearts, so why would he not give them to us? When we've asked God um, for something, um, the prior scripture to that is ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. And when we ask God for something, he, he is good He doesn't give us a snake when we ask for fish. He doesn't give us a stone when we ask for bread. He gives us bread and he gives us fishes. And he gives them in abundance. It says that in other scriptures. Um, So it's about learning that we have those things um, as part of our inheritance in Christ Jesus. So I just want to pray into that and um, just minister to people through that prayer um, because it's quite easy for us as human beings to not recognize what God is doing in our lives and try and do it by our power, by our own strength and by our own might when there's some things that God wants to do by his spirit and some breakthroughs that we can only receive by his spirit, especially in areas of our lives where there has been enemy attack where those areas have been wilderness for many many years we have to trust God in those areas we have got no option but to trust God and quite often we can trust God um, when there's nothing happening because we don't know what to expect 
But when actually something starts to happen, that's when it gets a bit scary. And that's when it's really hard to trust God because you think, oh my goodness, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. And then we try and run ahead. And if we run ahead of God, we'll just go head over heels. Um, But God says that he will do mighty things. He will do greater things in our day. And it says in Acts 13, 41, um, I'll read it. It says, look, for I'm going to do something in your days that you would never believe, even if someone told you, even if someone told you. So that's when people come and they mock you for the things that you believe in Christ Jesus, for the things that are promises over your life that you have a right to claim as an inheritance, as a child of God. And there's mockers and deceivers and slanderers that come and turn around and say, no, that's not going to happen in your life. You can, you, can, you can turn around and say, no, my Bible says my daddy is a good daddy. He will bring those things to pass in his timing, but he will bring those things to pass because he put those desires in my heart and my heart belongs to him and he knows what is right for me in the right time. And we need to remember that we serve a good God. And sometimes we need our family around us to give us that brain shift. I had one on Saturday, thankfully, too a good brother in Christ who literally, it was like a spiritual slap to my brain. I was like, oh, wake up, brain. Stop thinking in the old ways. Stop thinking in the old man. Believe for the new things. Believe for what is new. Believe, 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 believe. And, you know, it's we all have those struggles. So let's take a moment of reflection and prayer to recognize that when God wants to come and water a barren area, that we don't need to be the ones that are holding the watering can or telling him where the, flat, where, the, where the seeds are because he planted them there in the first place. Let's just rest in his presence and rest in the things that he's promised because he will not fail. He will not fail us. He will bring to pass the things that are promised to us. So, um, yes, Lord. We just thank you for the um, inspired word. We thank you for that you are a giver of things and promises over our lives. My prayer for the nations comes today after yesterday being with some Iranian people who have totally surrendered to God and given their lives to Christ and were baptized, water baptized. And their testimonies were, oh my goodness me, there were so many people crying. I think there was more water than there was in the baptism pool. But I just want to pray specifically for the nation of Iran um, that is under such oppression. Um, The scripture reference that I got is um, where Esther with Purim, there's a story in, uh, you can look it up afterwards, in Esther 9. And it says, to confirm these days of Purim at their appointed time as Mordechai the Jew and Queen Esther had prescribed for them as that, and as they had decreed for themselves and their descendants concerning matters of their fasting and lamenting. So the decree of Esther confirmed these matters of Purim and it was written in the book. So Esther went before her king and she pleaded for her people to be set free. And Haman, who was the 
um, archetype of the enemy in that day. He hung by his own noose that he had planned to hung, hang Esther's uncle by. And every year in Israel that is celebrated, the Feast of Purim. And it's based in Persia. And the Persian underground church are the strongest ones praying for Israel. So I just want to lift the nation of Iran um, and to, to uh, up in prayer today um, across the board, not just the persecuted church, but the Iranian people who are under such oppression and allow that we pray that they will have encounters, that they will meet living epistles um, of people there that, that are secret Christians that they can meet up with and they can experience the Bible through the way that people live because we're all called to be living epistles. We might only be the, the Bible that anybody reads. Um, so, yes, um, that's the prayer for the nations, to pray for Iran and the underground church because we are so strug so blessed in the UK, you know, um, we... A lot of the time, some of us do have persecution, um, in, but it comes in different formats. But we need to recognize how blessed we are in the UK, that we're not part of a, a, a nation that doesn't allow us free speech. And that if we were in those nations, we would be facing death. These um, Persians, their uh, baptism was secret because their family back in Iran would have uh, defined them as infidels. So we just pray for the families, we pray for people in Iran to come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, for them to have encounters, for the church there to rise up and to for the nation and for the leaders in the nation to experience the Lord because that is the way that things will change there. So that's my heart for praying for the nation specific today my prayers for the church are for the bride of christ um i have two scriptures but with the one peter one nineteen, but with the precious blood of christ and as of lamb without blemish and without spot and my second scripture is psalm 24 4 he who has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul to an idol nor sworn deceitfully I chose these scriptures specifically because of my own experiences, my own past experiences, and the aspect of being a bride of Christ and how important it is. And I just wanted to pray specifically for men and women within the church who have experienced abuse, either within the church and can't relate to God or Jesus because of it, or have experienced abuse within domestic situations in, in personal relationships and it can affect um, your life for many years afterwards so that it's hard to relate and build relationships and healthy relationships. So I specifically want to pray for men and women who have experienced abuse at the hands of um, people who are not of God, um, who need God. Um, and I just want to pray because, you know, when it's hard to receive tenderness, it's hard to receive touch when you have had hands raised against you. And that's why I chose the scripture about the holy hands. You know, we lift up holy hands. It says only holy hands can be lifted to the Lord. And um, 
and it's only pure clean hands and a pure heart but what is the definition of clean hands what is the definition of a bride who is without spot or blemish and a bride is the bride of Christ in the church but specifically also the bride of a husband and the husband reflects the reflects the church to the bride and vice versa because domestic violence happens to men too and there are spots and blemishes within um, domestic situations that can take years to recover from and they're not all necessarily able to be seen some of them are so internal and they only come to the fore when we're in new environments of um, blessing where we're being loved and we're experiencing the love of Christ for the first time and then all of our stuff comes up and we get lots of triggers and we have traumatic reactions and we try to self-sabotage healthy, loving relationships and family environments that where people just want to love on us. And we find that hard. It makes us run into a corner because it's the only safe place that we know. I'm speaking from personal experience here, in case you hadn't guessed. So, um, yeah, those are my prayers today. So let's pray for the Bride of Christ specific, for men and women who have experienced that. And along those lines, the healing prayer today is from Proverbs. The scripture is from Proverbs thirteen twelve. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. And going back to also the scripture of Psalm thirty seven four, that when we the desires of our heart, if we seek the desires of our heart. Um, the Lord gives us the desires of our heart. He puts those desires in our heart. Um, and um, when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. And hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And um, that's when we receive hope and when we receive love. Um, it's healing. It's the tree of life. It breathes life into us. So I just pray for healing. Any people that have experienced abuse, whether it be verbal, emotional, neglect as children or as adults in the situations that I've uh, reflected and reflected upon, any form of um, control and manipulation, we pray for healing, um, for the healing balm of Gilead, and for the loving arms of Jesus um, to wrap around those people, for them to learn and know, and for them to be able to experience the love of Jesus through the church as a whole, and to be able to be embraced and tender, just wrapped in tender loving care, and to be safe and to be cocooned in that safe, holy space that is Jesus that is God so we just thank you we thank you Lord that you are our healer and you heal all of our diseases and you heal all of our internal wounds even the ones that can't be seen you heal all of the bruises however deep they are some of them might be so deep from our childhood we can't remember but Lord you know where they are we thank you that your love that is the blood of Jesus pours into us and the salt of the word of God that comes into us from people 
who are just gentle. You know, um, one time I was just hugged by somebody and I went home and sobbed for three days because I couldn't process what I'd experienced. I didn't know what love was. I'd experienced it from my children, but I've not experienced it from family. And I'm in a place now where even I get triggers and I get things that come up. And you know, those things are deep, deep down inside. And when the love of Jesus comes in, it pours in to us and we can receive our healing. Um, we need to just allow ourselves to breathe and to be emotionally vulnerable rather than shutting ourselves down because the enemy wants us to shut ourselves down and go into isolation because he is the person that has done those things to us and he doesn't want us to receive the blessings and the inheritance that is ours by right from in Christ Jesus. He wants us to receive all the love of the Father. He wants us to receive all the love of the, our husband and of our brothers and sisters in Christ and of a family. He says in the word that, I, that he puts the lonely in families. It is not good for man to be alone. We are meant to be in fellowship. There is great, there is great healing in fellowship. And it's, it can be hard. It can be a challenge. It can be uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable. But the best way is to be raw and vulnerable. And that's not easy all of the time. But we should be able to be in a safe place where we can just weep if we need to. Um, that is the glory of the Lord to be able to minister to us in those spaces. So we just thank you, Lord, for your ministry of healing. And we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And thank you for everyone who's been on this prayer experience today. And thank you for praying with us. And I hope that what I've shared today ministers to people. Subscribe to the free audio podcast. Um, and the prayer experience is back on Thursday, 1 p.m. UK time. Um, thank you. And in Jesus' name, amen. Oh